Welcome to Romance Explaining. I'm Leslie Welch, and with me today is my handy Vandy. Oh my God, my vampire! Oh, maybe he's not here. Adam. Hello. Oh, uh, right, right. Uh, stamp. <laughs> I was listen. Yeah, this but is you go so you're. What, what are you talking doing about? Things and you're just. You need to get your shit together, dude. You know, this isn't no, going to be. No. Okay, we'll do it again. You're okay. Today is my with me is my handy dandy. Listen, vamp. you're not. See, you're not doing any better. I don't understand what's happening. Okay, let's go. And with me today is my handy dandy vampire. Damn it. <laughs> what? What's what is going, going on with on you? Here? What? Okay. Anyway, what is it? listen, you got to get your panties stamped on. <laughs> stamped stamped on? on? What's going on with my voice? Holy shit. Oh, well, that looks delicious. Why is that picture so big? Uh, it's it's so big. Bon appetit. Oh, anyway, this is a a very long, important, <laughs> important chapter. It's okay. You're going to need fruit and water for this one because we have to savor it, and it's just shit's getting real. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay. We're just going to skip your sound effect because you don't have your shit don't together. Don't wait right for now. me. What? Just do do oh, your okay. shit. I I don't care. So we are reading the chapter called Port Angeles, and Bella. Jessica and Angela all go up to Port Angeles to go shopping for dresses for the girls' choice dance. But Bella's just going along because she wants to find a bookstore. And as she's, like, going there, she's thinking that it's been a while, been a while. since she, having a girls' night out. That's that's one of her first thoughts. And she's like, there's an estrogen rush. Like, these are literally words on the page that she's having an estrogen rush from going to this girl's an night out. Estrogen rush. <laughs> it's just like, uh, no, I'm sorry. A 17 year old isn't like really identifying with an estrogen rush. OK, but this whatever. is this is Bella's inner monologue. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's such an estrogen rush. Oh but here this when I read that, I was like. Well, what do you mean she this is her first girls night out in a while? Like since she's moving to Forks, she doesn't have mention any of her friends back home that I can remember. Um so it's, you know, like I moved around a lot as, as a kid. I had my friends that I kept up with, my friend Toy and Christy, you know, like I had good friends that and Kelsey Christy Compton, yep. Yeah, Kelsey like, Grammer. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer. He's my awesome friend. No, but she doesn't have, she doesn't ever mention any of these other Also from girls. the Pacific Northwest. Sorry, I was drinking a soda there. Oh, yes. Nice crossover. Mm. Kelsey mm -hmm. Grammer, you know. Seattle. Hello, Seattle. Right, exactly. Why did he move across the country? Do we know? Oh, from Boston? Yeah. I think he got that radio gig. That's why he moved? Probably. They, and his dad and his brother were both out there. He, to be closer to his beloved family? Yeah, because they all get along so, <laughs> so well. So, so very well. Frasier's a really good show, though. Oh, maybe he went to go take care of his dad, who was getting frail. That's true. Because Niles is useless. 
Niles is totally useless. Yeah, what's he doing? I don't know. But here's another profound thing that happens in this chapter. We discover that Angela is not into Eric in the book. So in the movie, they make it out like she's really into him and she's excited. He's asking her to prom and all this shit. But in the book, she's just kind of like, eh, I got to go with him. He's going to think it's like more than it is. So when Kelsey Grammer showed back up in Seattle, he was probably like, But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Right? Oh, yeah. There, there, I did it. Okay, Yay. was that what I, you had queued up for you yourself? Know, I plugged the wrong cable in. <laughs> oh, baby. Nightmare audiovisual guy strikes Nightmare again. Nightmare AV guy. Oh, that was pretty good. I, I could write jingles. Yeah. I might be writing a jingle. Okay. So then a jingle on my Bella jingle. asks Angela if the Cullens miss school a lot. Put and then we hear about how they Google. go camping. So that's where that comes in. And then Bella leaves Jessica and Angela to go look for the bookstore. She just kind of wanders off on her own. I'm sure she looked up a map on her dial-up internet and like maybe got something wrong with all the pop-ups because she gets lost. But the reason she gets lost is because she's thinking about Edward a lot. And then she realizes, oh, I don't even know where I am. I wandered into the bad part of Port Angeles. I know, which is like, okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm sorry, but she grew up in Phoenix, and Phoenix has some rough parts, right? It's a huge, sprawling city. Yeah, but her stepdad was a, you know, minor league baseball player. Okay. So they lived up on the hills looking down they lived on, on the, the desert. Little people. Oh, they lived on the, the plateaus. Yeah, up on the... <laughs> she had to climb on one of those little wooden ladders to get up <laughs> to her, her little mud hut. <laughs> Are you talking know. about the Anasazi? <laughs> oh, is that what Louis Lamore calls them? Well, the Anasazi are a member of an ancient American Indian people of the southwestern U.S. who flourished between 200 B.C. and A.D. 1500. Wow, you're sounding so but they're, knowledgeable right now. Well, they're, those are the people who lived in those cliff houses. How did you just know that? How do you think? Louis L'Amour? Louis L'Amour. <laughs> told you? <laughs> Read the Haunted Mesa once. And you oh, might my know, gosh. Okay? Oh, my gosh. 200 B.C., though. Think that's, about that. That's old. That's, that's pretty fucking that's old. That's an old village. Yeah. Solange would be into it. 2,200 years ago. All right. Well, here, this is going to make things real, though, because I have to admit, this is one of the thrilling parts of this book for me. So, Bella. Thrilling? Yeah, just you wait. You're going to know it, too. She gets lost. Oh, I know this. Oh, you know it. She gets lost. And as she's Here, like, I'll send you a link to the haunted Mesa. I can't wait. I'm gonna just not read that on vacation. And so they're like, there's a group of four kind of like scruffy guys, and they cat call her, and she's just like rolls her eyes, like okay, whatever. But then she ends up like in this alley, and she's totally lost. And she just happens to glance back, and she sees two of those guys are behind her, and she's like, ugh. This is kind of, this is not good. So she picks up her pace and she's like, okay, I can turn at that street up there. So she goes even faster and then she turns on it. And then the two other guys are there and she's like, oh my gosh, I wasn't being followed. I was being herded. So they are like just hurting her. They want to write a jingle on her dingle, don't they? They are going to do something to her dingle. Mm. And so then she's like... 
clenching her fists and she's like thinking of all of these moves she can do to like break their noses and like punch them in the pussies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then or slap their testicles yeah she could do some beaver slapping Doesn't or hurt, testy though. slack mm-hmm. you never know like you just have to try to get out of that situation like louis M- lamore would know what to do but yeah you put a little pebble underneath your tongue and you follow the bees that are going in a straight line and then as soon before you know it you're out of there Wait a minute. What was? Oh, the pebbles to keep you salivating. Yes. Oh. So your mouth doesn't dry out. Ew, that would be horrible. Right, but if you put a little pebble in there, it rolls around and stimulates your salivary glands. So okay. it's like, I mean, you still need the water, and that's where the bee comes in, mm-hmm. making a bee line. Do you think that guy was that a James Bond movie where he had bee line? No, no that has, was Seinfeld. No, Jerry has Seinfeld the motor oil. They drop him off with the motor oil. In what the about the it? Yeah, yeah. Why did he take the motor oil with him? I well, he would have just don't walked carry back to it. Get it. I know, no, but he would have. Don't expend the calorie, the energy carrying that damn motor oil. Right, and you're never going to drink it. No, why? you should not drink it. I would just dump it out on the ground so that in I in case you did want to drink it, you right. couldn't now. You couldn't. Yeah, but like he drops him off there, and like he's not like dying yet of mm-hmm. dehydration. He's going to start walking to try to make it some... Don't... Why, why are you bringing the motor oil with you? It's such a... That's so what bad. What are you going to do with it? What do you think you're... Well, I better bring this in case I need to drink it later when I'm delirious and don't know what the fuck I'm doing and I'm so thirsty that I'll... Drink motor drink oil. Drink anything you right. put in Instead, front of me. Instead, he should be looking for a bee. A, making a bee line. Right. Not just wandering around, which out in the middle like that, in the middle of the like desert... desert it wouldn't be wandering around. It would be going. Yeah, follow, you and just find a bee. You're not going to follow it because you can't go as fast as the bee. But you look where it's headed, mm-hmm. and then follow that line. And maybe you'll see another bee going the same way, and you can just keep check on your direction. Yeah, but I mean, really, you just track it. You're saving like, lives right now, Adam. You track where it's going. You find a spot in the distance, usually in a mountain. There's a little hollowed out area. You know, that water, rainwater has collected. Uh And if it's shaded enough, that can last for weeks. Weeks. You know, you never know. May not have rained for weeks, but there could be a little bit in a pool. And that's where that fucking bee is going. Right. And that's where Louis L'Amour will be to teach you some self-defense moves, too. Yeah. Well, he just used a gun. Yeah, that's true. He was a gunslinger. Yeah. Okay. Guinea pig, but we... we What is... Well, he used a guinea pig sometimes, too. That is the dumbest thing you've ever done on this show. Okay. I mean, that's Took not my parrot. <laughs> <laughs> that tickled me. There. That wasn't the dumbest thing. You've done much dumber things. Yes, much, much dumber. <laughs> Give me All some right. credit around Okay, so here. she's sitting there thinking about how she's going to beat these guys up, and then guess what happens? Um, <gasps> they... They don't dingle her jingle. No, because headlights suddenly fly around the corner and a car comes screeching to a halt and the door flies open and a furious voice says, get in the car. A furious voice. A furious voice. And then your vagina explodes. It, I I need a mop and a bucket on aisle four, please, because... Yeah, that just happened. Oh, my heart is actually beating a little bit fast right now. Ooh, I'll check my heart rate. Let me check my heart rate on my watch. And so Keanu screams up, oh gets my out gosh. of the car. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. 
Is that oh, what he says? Oh, that was him saying it. Oh. I'm thinking I'm back. Oh. It's like <laughs> Keanu Batman. <laughs> Keanu Batman. Where's yeah. my heart rate on this watch thing? Oh, it's not going to be as Well, that's furious. your watch doing it, too. I hear the little electronic oh. farting going on. Oh, that is my watch is screwing it up. Okay, there, there's it's the heart right. rate. You're just going to... Okay, it's measuring. Have to deal with it. I want to see what your heart rate is. Let's. This is the section of the show where we measure Leslie's heart. It's only seventy BPM. What? Yeah, that's you're pretty... practically dead. I know. Oh, it's down to sixty nine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. This, uh, I thought this was beats per minute, not balls per minute. Yeah, it's always balls per minute with you, isn't it? BPM. Or okay. It's a, it's a pun. Get in a furious voice command. Did that get you going? Well, how would you feel if I came a, flying uh, around the corner and I metaphor. was like saving you? I was like, get in. Would you uh, like I wouldn't that? accept the help. <laughs> what? Really? No. If you're about to get like gang raped by four scruffy looking what guys. What are you going to do? I was going to be a, I was going to be a vampire. Okay. Anyway, so she's like relieved and like launching a charm offensive on them. Oh, I can't wait. And she gets in the car and then he's like, distract me. And so she's like, what? And he's like, just prattle on about anything. Just distract me. And so she's like, well, I'm going to kill Tyler because he's telling everyone he's taking me to the dance and I don't want to go to the dance with him. So I figure if I, you know paralyze him then he can't go to the dance and she's just saying all these really stupid things which he apparently likes I don't know why he likes them but okay Keanu just whatever what oh you weren't listening no I was it doesn't matter (laughs) what were you doing no I was looking at my phone um Adam, we're recording a podcast. It's, I was looking, it doesn't matter. Okay. It's okay. It's okay, though. It's okay. Okay. Keanu's like, distract uh, me. Distract me. And she's, Justin wants to take me to the dance. Yeah. And uh, maybe if I paralyze him, who's Justin? No, Tyler. How's she going to paralyze him? It's Tyler. Tyler's the guy who almost killed her with the van or the car, the Sentra in the book, but the van in the movie. So she was like, oh, I had him do that so I would be paralyzed? No, she's like, well, I, you know, he's trying to ask me to the stand, or he wants to go to the dance. He's telling people we're going to the dance together. Tyler is? The guy who almost killed her with his car? Yeah, because he feels like, she's like, maybe he's trying to make up for almost killing me, but I don't want to go to the dance with him. And she's just blabbering on about this, and Edward's like, because he's like, he wants to be distracted. Yeah, yeah. But is she doing it on purpose to, like, is she being stupid on purpose, or... Well, she's just blabbing because he tells her to. Right, but is it real blabbing or is it just made up blabbing? No, it's real blabbing. Okay. Yeah, no, this stuff is really happening. It's just like kind of like eye roll. (sighs) And then Keanu goes, oh, yeah, I heard about that. And she was like, what? You did? That's weird. Like, how could you hear about that? Well, he's the one that stopped the van from crushing her. Of course, he was there. No, he heard about Tyler... He didn't have to hear about it. He lived it. No, he heard about Tyler telling everyone that he's going to take her to, that they're going to the dance together. Well, he has exceptional hearing. Right. And she's like, how did you hear that? They hear through schools. Oh. Yeah. 
And then she's just kind of like, that's weird that he said that. And then he admits, you know what, Bella? Sometimes I have a problem with my anger. (laughs) And you're... I take it your vagina just exploded again. Yeah, but well, not any juiciness. Not anymore because ever since we had the Volvo, clean up in aisle my office. <laughs> clean up in the Oxbow. Ew, uh, nasty. <laughs> what? That's what we're calling my area over here. I know, here. but it's still nasty. Sounds nasty. Oh, it does not. I think it's precious. Bunny likes it over here, don't you, Bun Bun? She does. She's snoozing. How can she sleep through this riveting radio? I don't know. But ever since we had that Volvo and then you'd be like, sometimes, or I'm late for my anger management class. (laughs) Okay. So then they go to meet up with Angela and Jessica, who are at the little Italian restaurant, and they had already eaten. Oh, no. Shh. I know, but it's okay because Keanu's like, listen, <sighs> Bellas, you need some food, food, because you're going to go into shock. So he Let me asks, vomit some, open your mouth ew, like a little birdie and I'll oh, vomit no, some like milky no. white paste into your mouth. I mean, I might, oh no, I wouldn't let, I wouldn't even let Keanu vomit. Here's some of my stomach lining. My mouth. Enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I'd let him chew the food up and then spit it into my mouth, but no vomiting. What kind of food? anything chicken parm (laughs) okay yeah yeah Yeah. how about just a piece of bread uh yeah choose up i mean that would be kind of it's all mushy but it's keanu doing it so okay so it's kind of okay yeah okay raw egg (laughs) swirl it around (laughs) and then uh, no, no, that, I don't like that. All right, that's where we that's draw where, the line. That's where I draw the line. All right. I mean, it was a little iffy with the bread, but definitely not you know how bread gets. Yeah, I don't like it. It sounds. <laughs> we all know how disgusting. bread gets. I actually, I'm going to retroactively like. I'm withdrawing that. He can't do that with okay. bread. No. Chicken parm's cool though. Chicken parm's fine. There is a I'll, breading on it, but a more substance like. Yeah, got some structural he, I don't feel like he's going to gonna it. chew it up that much to make it nasty. It'll be sort of recognizable mm-hmm. as as the uh, as the dish. He'll just kind of make the flavors commingle enough to make it more delicious with a little bit of his saliva. What do you think his saliva tastes? Why do like? we talk about stuff like who? What's wrong with us? What do you no seriously? Do you think it has I like think it a tastes like, like a, a beautiful minty? nectar, like a little bit of sweetness? Like one, like a flower that grows on the side of a Hawaiian mountain that oh, has little like dewdrops of yeah, because because of the cool breeze that came over, over and the picked mountain. up some of the right flower like hibiscus, dewy, yeah, yeah. Scent. Oh, I like and, it. Yeah, okay. mixed with chicken parm, unbeatable combo mm, in my opinion. Yeah, it just adds that je ne sais quoi. Mm. That was my Frenchness Bless coming you. out. <laughs> All right, so they go to the Italian restaurant and Jessica and Angela leave because they've already eaten because they're kind of shitty friends and they're like, OMG, we were so hungry and you just like were nowhere to be found. Well, she did Getting wander almost off. raped by a gang of four guys. That's another thing I have to mention. So that is another trope. The like girl 
getting raped or almost getting raped and like being rescued by a guy. It's very pervasive in a in why young adult literature and new adult for that matter. And it's just kind of icky. Like it's just this whole rape culture thing, you know. What's a younger audience? A new adult audience or younger young adult audience? Young adult I think goes from I think it's supposed to be 16 to 18 is the core age of it. But a 16-year-old is not an adult in our society. Right. They're young adult. Yeah. They're not, not an adult, though. Right. And then new adult is like 18 to 20, some 23 or 24, college age kind of, where you can have some penetration and some sexy times. New adult, you're not supposed to have any kind of sex in it. It's off the page. New adult is no sex, but young, young adult is okay No, for sex? young adult is no sex. New adult, you can have sex. Because they're college age. It's, it's over the age of consent. And new adult is a new genre that's appeared in the last few years that was brought forth by books like Fifty Shades of Grey. So then you would be like old AF adult. Me? No, my book is new that's, adult. That's your target demographic. Adam, no. My book is about 23-year-old, 23 to 27-year-old people. I don't like you right now. This, this marriage is over. You're going to need to find a new cougar. You're going to have to go hunting in the woods. I'm just kidding. Follow I, the I bees. Can't, I can't stay mad at you. Mm-hmm. Follow the bees to the cougars? Yeah. What? <laughs> hey, you don't know what those fucking bees are into. Okay. So they're at the restaurant and the waitress is just like creaming her pants to steal a phrase from my mom. Kerploosh. Kerploosh. <laughs> oh, she's just creaming her pants. It's just so nasty that my mom said that. Anyway, <laughs> she's like falling all over herself over Edward. And Why did your mom say creaming her pants? Well, she said creaming his pants. Who creamed his pants? My brother. Why? Why because did he cream his when, pants? when they pulled up to his boyfriend Robert's house, because my mom went there for the first time and, you know, it's on this estate and the gates open, you know, and whatever it was very fancy it's like a museum and my mom was just like oh evan must have just creamed his pants when robert brought him home here for the first time and my sister and i are like mom that's so gross why would you say that she's like well it's just very nice house (laughs) that's like i wonder if she she must know what cream his pants means because i had to tell my mom today what Teabagging meant. I was there when you told your mom yeah. what teabagging meant. Was she, I wasn't sure. I was like, maybe she knows what teabagging is. She thought it was something with the butt crack. Right. So she was almost there. Yeah, but you know, your mom was, she's pretty good. Like, she could pass a lie detector without really getting in any trouble. She did, as a matter of fact. I know. Yeah. She's, For growing up in the time period where she, when she lived, like, she didn't get in a lot of trouble she smoked some cigarettes in her chevelle you know that was the big woo maybe not even in her chevelle 
Right. No, probably not in she it. She did smoke a few cigarettes, though. Man, oh, man. And your your aunt was very upset about it. Well, she was a goody two-shoes. Yeah. Even more so than my mom. Right. My mom was, like, on tour with bands with her long-ass hippie hair. Yeah, like, well, my mom... Snorting coke with Cheech and Chong and shit, so... But my mom made an adorable nativity set. Yeah. <laughs> But did she snort cocaine with Cheech and Chong in the 70s? She smoked the hookah. At our house. When she was in her 60s. In her 60s, right. yeah. That's right. basically the same it's thing. Basically, it's not. Smoky. It involves the numbers 60s and 70s. Right. Yeah, no. Same shit. No, I don't think so. Putting hairs here. He's yeah, putting butt crack hairs. All the butts, all the cracks. Ooh. So the waitress is falling all over herself, flirting with Edward and Is that because he's hot? Yes, he's so attractive. and But he only has eyes for Bella. Robert he, Pattinson's hotter than Keanu, right? No. Nobody is hotter than Keanu. Nobody. Nobody. The second hottest guy is you, because you... Mm, okay. Um, Russell Brand. To me. Come on. Um, I love Russell Brand. I don't think he's hot. He's a little too British for you, huh? Well, I mean, I'm 63% British, so I'm... True. Right? True. But I think I like his, I like his mind. I think he's, you know, pretty brilliant, but he's also kind of full of himself too. He insists upon himself a little too much for me. Mm. Uh, and that's my news and lifestyle talking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very zen today. Totally. <laughs> Not like yesterday. No. Or and tomorrow. What, when I went up on the curb? Yep. Why are you so why, why are you so shocked that I did a U-turn and I went up on the curb? I wouldn't say I'm shocked. We were off-roading. I know. On the highway. A, I don't know what your problem in a four is. four-lane yeah. highway. Duh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, how else were we going to get over there? Yeah, how else indeed? It's like <laughs> when Joss Whedon was driving us home from the beach oh. after we shot that scene in the movie. Right. And he's getting on the on-ramp to get on Route 80. Well, and going we were westbound. sleeping. Everyone's sleeping. We we had no seatbelts on. We were in the just hatchback of my Hyundai to to, Excel. We're just, just starting to get to sleep. With the seats down. So it's been all night now. Now right. we're driving back. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. From New Jersey. He's getting on the on-ramp and like a tractor, tractor trailer. trailer going 70 miles an hour you know blasts its horn at us oh my God. and he's like swerves in onto the shoulder he's just everybody jolts awake i'm like what are you doing that was awful he's like the tractor trailer was just rolling down the what was i supposed to do i was like you stop <laughs> oh oh right right we were all, Jesus. yeah, he almost killed us all. We I'll are drive. dead in an alternate reality, by yeah, the way, we're because of that. Thanks a lot, Joss Whedon. Mm. All right. So the waitress is flirting with him. He only has eyes for Bella. And he's like, where's your coat? And she's like, oh, it's right. Oh, I left it in Jessica's car. And he's like, you need a coat on. Here, take mine. And here's an actual quote from the book. Mm. It smelled amazing. What do you think it smelled like? Well, like a cool like breeze hibiscus? over the mountains. A yes, dewy hibiscus. <laughs> dewy hibiscus wafting the along the honeysuckle cool breeze over the mountain. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, no, I imagine it smelling like Pine your needles. jacket. Oh, B.O. <laughs> oh, it's clean now, so. Actually, yeah, okay. your jacket smells good now, but yeah. So, <laughs> Definitely B.O. It smelled like amazing B.O. <laughs> it was the most sexiest B.O. I've ever smelled in my life. Pungent with a hint of Whopper. But when we started dating, I loved smelling the back of your shirts. I still do, like like smelling the collar. Or when you would travel a lot back in your days on the road filming shit like would, a like a dog you'd curl up with one of my I old would. shirts oh i would or your pillow i would like s- sniff your pillow you do that for bunny labaski you throw a little i like, do your panties into her bed and i like, don't curl throw up my panties the, well, in there just takes them. well then that's she right. takes she them just takes them, yeah I guess. that's she's a sick fuck okay so you didn't put them in there that's better no that's i did give better. her a shirt of mine when we had to board her at the kennel though because i thought she would miss me yeah. And I was right. Well, sure. Anyway. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about they're at the restaurant. It smells amazing, just like your jacket. Uh-huh. She's, got oh. a, she's very cold. He needs to save her again by making her warm. Right. And then he's like, hey, do you have any more theories about what I am? You know, you want to, like, tell me? And she's like, uh, I don't really have a theory. I have a pretty good guess, though. And he's like, will you tell me about it? And she was like, first, I need you to answer a few questions. And he's like, okay. And she's like, why were you in Port Angeles? Because, like, why is he there? It's like an hour away from Forks. It was so weird that he was there to rescue her. He likes books. No. He does. Well, I mean, he does, but he would just order them on Amazon, I think. He wouldn't go to Port Angeles for a book. And he's like, nope, pass. I'm not answering that. And she's like, come on. He's like, no. And then she starts asking him about being able to read minds. Mm, my mind. And he's, and she's like, hypothetically, let's say somebody could read a mind. And he goes, correction, could read all minds except one. Kerploosh, kerploosh. Yeah. Is that your vagina exploding again? No, but now we know that Edward can read minds except for Bella's. He, she is like, he can't hear anything she's thinking. And that she's is the hottest box. sex to him ever in the history of sex. Hmm. Because he just can't figure her out. She's an enigma wrapped in a mystery, and wrapped he's had in like Nutella. 140 years of sex now. No, baby, so he has a lot of experience. He has zero experience. I hate to break this to you guys, but Edward's a hundred year old virgin. Jesus. Yeah. Steve Carell got nothing on he this. He got fuck. nothing on Edward. Huh? Yeah. He's big V because he's been saving himself. He's well, we'll learn about that later. So even though he has a problem with his anger, whatever. And then so they leave the Italian restaurant That's and just his pent up. Come talking, you know he's got. He's like, not creaming his pants. No, he's maybe he is now. Do some more creaming, and he won't have so much anger in I there. I know. It's like that's just the stress talking, dude. I think I should have my mom talk to him. Yeah, about creaming his pants. Yeah, <laughs> like why? Or help oh, him why cream that his pants. Phrase? Maybe why that phrase? Cream mother? Cream his pants. Oh, it's just it makes me think of creamed corn. Ooh, yeah. You know, and it's just like spilling down his leg. <laughs> It's just so like, gross. Don't go ruining cream for me. <laughs> I like some cream. Whipped, you know, heavy. 
right? And now it's just cream. I and think all whipped over. cream would be more. We yeah, have a creamed corn. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Give me some of that. Give me some of your sweetened condensed milk. Right. So they're going to have this prid, uh, prid quid pro quo. Quid One more pro try. Quo going on in the car. Quid pro quo. Clarice. Ooh, I can't do it either. Oh, yeah. Who's the big shit now? Quid Not pro you. Quo, Clarice. Yeah, but it was the Clarice that got me. Yeah. I got those... through the hard part and then I got cocky. Right. Too many syllables. Speaking of cocky, that cocky author is back at it. Oh, really? They're like suing the people who were like banding together against her or whatever. I don't know. There's more shit going on now. They're suing this person, suing that person. It's just the weirdest freaking thing. Just stop. It's like you're just stop. Was it isn't it like a really common font too? That she was trying to... Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even remember the font part of it. Just like having the word cocky in any title of a romance book. Now you can't do it. And then she sues you for trademark infringement. It's like, my books aren't selling. You've cost me money. No, your books are probably selling a shit ton more now because I've heard of you now. Right. You miserable fuck. It's all just a big... I've thought about doing stuff like that, right, too. Right, just to whip everyone up into a frenzy. Now your right. name's out there, but it's just a shitty way to do it. Yeah. It's shitty. Well, weird stuff happens on the internet. Like, uh, my sister's best friend got, she got Facebook flooded by the Romani, um, what do you call it? I don't know what you call it. She has this jewelry. Romano's Macaroni Grill? No, Romani people. Um, so she has a line of jewelry that's like and she did like hashtag gypsy style or whatever and gypsy is a derogatory term for Romani people and so I don't know if they put it on a message board or something but they like all came to her Facebook page and within like 20 minutes they had like hundreds of reviews and like they got her five-star rating down to one star. She had to contact Facebook and ask them to stop, like, just to take down her ratings and stuff because she was, like, being cyber-attacked just for using this gypsy hashtag. So. Crazy, man. Yeah, but, I mean, like, weird stuff happens on the Internet. You mean people are weird and fucked up? Yeah, the anonymity, so. Mm. Meanwhile, we've got some ratings on our podcast. Do you mean Anasazi? What's that? Oh, that's cliff the people. Dwellers. The cliff dwellers. Yeah, they're they're weird on the internet. Kinda, they don't really yeah. know what to do on there. No, they're they're ghost like. What <laughs> kind of reviews do we have? We've got some five star reviews. We do. Yeah. How many? Maybe two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. We're an excellent podcast. Please rate us. Oh yeah, Give or us visit romanceplaining dot com if you want to see my artwork because I'm. Really proud of the artwork I did for the last episode. It features me as Jessica and Adam as Bella. And even though my boobs are kind of smaller than they are in real life in the picture, I look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You want to see Leslie's fake cleavage. Check it out. Yeah. And then you can also see all three versions of the Google logo that we talked about. But you can only see those if you follow us on Instagram or visit our website. We're Instagram, um, we're just romance planning on Instagram. 
I don't do much with Twitter. Do you handle anything on the twit the twits? The uh, once in a while, usually <laughs> through gutter balls. Oh, I'll just shout out to us. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Well, we've been on a hiatus over it. Yeah. Gutter balls. Wow. For a while. Yeah. So you know, if people want the sweet sounds of my voice, voice, you know, I'm just I'm trying to. The banquet beer. Throw them a bone. Oh, that's good. They like that. Yeah. All I'm right. thinking I'm back. Yeah, Keanu. Well, that means that we need to go ahead and watch this very sexy scene take place on the big screen. I can't wait. Mm. Did you learn anything, baby? I learned we're getting scramped up. I learned somebody's about to get a jingle on their dingle. Oh, God. I learned you about the Anasazi Cliff Dwellers. Yeah, you did. I learned that the best balls per minute is 69. I learned that you're launching a charm offensive on the potential gang rapists. Mm. I learned what Keanu's chewed up food tastes like. Oh, yeah. Um, I learned that uh, the best smelling clothes smell pungent with a hint of whopper. And I learned the bunny <laughs> is a sick, sick panty stealing fuck. Oh, she is. Poor bun bun. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it for us for Romance Blaining. Come back next time so you can hear all about this chapter as we watch the uh, it play out mm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Adam is just, he can't wait. He's can't halfway wait. out the door. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't even get a point. That's your point sound. <laughs> I thought I was on the verge of getting a point. Why would you get a point? I don't you get know. no points. All right. Well, that's it for us. We'll see you next time.